Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. In a special way, we wanted today we want to do something a little bit different. Just to, I think God's done some amazing things in in amongst our community. So I love to invite some of the preachers up this morning. If it's all right, we've got some some special people preaching. So I love to call up JP. I love to call up my special mother-in-law, Karen. And um, there we go. There you go. Good interest. And my special friend JP. I apologize. And the extra special Stanley Adams. Why don't you guys come join us on stage? So. These amazing people, we've uh, seen God do some incredible things this year. So I thought it'd be really great if we just heard some of uh, their story of what God has done in their lives this morning. I believe it's going to encourage you. It's going to uh, pour hope into your heart. So why don't we start with uh, the man in the middle, the man with the microphone already. This is JP. JP, um, there's, a, there's a little, that's JP Jumeir. Why don't we just have a look at the quick photo of you guys there. That's their wedding day. Come on, eh? Look at that, huh? There we go. Just, uh, I was there. It was a special day. No, I was not. I wasn't invited. But anyway. There we are. Thanks, guys. Is that eh? the only one? That's the only photo you get. You get one photo. JB, what do you want? Do you think this is like the Facebook memories? No, 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 no. You get one photo. Um, but JP, uh, why, you've, you, you moved down here a year. You got married just about a year ago, a year and a bit. Yeah, yeah, and one month, two, one and a, one and a half months. Three months. One year and two months. We'll speak about this when we get home. No, no. Uh, over a year ago, yeah, let's go with that one. Um, but and in in the last year, it's been lots of lot of change, a lot of uh, yeah, a lot of dynamic change. New city, new job, new mar- new marriage, first marriage. Um, Only yeah. Why don't you bring us up to speed? Tell us about what God has done in the last year and and the huge dynamic shifts that uh, you encountered along the way. Okay, I'm actually going to go further back. If that's well, okay. why not? Let's go. Let's go way back. <laughs> yeah. So um, so what I heard from Stan was that he's got quite a bit to, to condense. So I'm going to take 23 years and try and condense that quick. No, I'm joking. Um, so kind of what I wanted to share this morning was um, if I had to go back to when I was six years old, I <laughs> yeah, 23 years ago, um, I remember I have this amazing vivid mem- memory of of walking with my dad in in the Kruger Park. So we used to have like a, a timeshare. We still have it. And just outside Kruger, I would walk with him in the bush. And it wasn't like, it wasn't dangerous or anything. It was like just a bit of bush area. And uh, I had this toy gun. You know, those those those, those wooden ones that, that, uh, that you, it had, was like a rifle, but but it, it wasn't one of those cheap plastic black ones. It was, it was one to be proud of, yeah. Anyway, so I would be walking with them, and I, it's just like a, a sensual, like it's just a sense over, over overdose, like birds calling, and I mean, I'm this tall, and, and my dad's walking in front of me, but it's just, I'm just following him all over the place. And, and that's kind of like one of the most amazing memories that I have of, of, of a childhood with, with my dad. And, and then if I skip 15 years, I became a game ranger, and uh, it was a super amazing experience. I really felt that um, that God laid a passion within my heart to to pursue that, and uh, and I did it for for four years, and and it was it was absolutely amazing. Like I was in in nature every day. I was spending you know six hours with with a single leopard. Like I could follow them wherever I wanted to, and um, and I really pursued. A love, I feel, I felt that God cultivated in my heart. But I feel, I felt towards the end of the four years that God was calling me 
towards something more, something else. And that was quite hard because I was like, God, this is amazing. Like, I, I get to live out my passion every single day, and um, it's isn't this what you have for me? And um, and he's and and he said, no, like it's it's time time to leave. And that's also around the time when I met Jess, which uh, um, she's the one I got married to there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um and that was also just another confirmation that um like, like we wanted to start looking towards making a future together so so then the cogs was like started to turn in my head what's going to happen okay god like you've you've called us to to move out of this this um season but um what do you where do you want to lead us and where do you want to go and I just knew that we had to come back to normal, normal civilization and move back, started studying again, and now I'm 25, and I'm sitting in a classroom full of 20-year-olds, and it's a bit of a, bit of a gap. And, um, and when we got back, it, it was amazing. Like, I, I thought that God was going to just be all around us and um, be so, so present the whole time, but I didn't feel him. Like, I honestly, it was like, Lord, like... You've put all of this in place and got into university again easily and everything, but I didn't feel his closeness, to be completely honest. And um, and that's a process that started then was I realized that my love for the bush and the passion I had for the bush had almost removed God from the throne, or my or my, the throne of my life or the love of my life, and he's his quietness or how he was almost um, taking, it's, it's like if you have a, a wound and you can't just put a plaster over it, he was like completely healing that wound. So he was like, cool, I'm, I'm taking you out of this, I'm throwing you into the deep end, but I'm there. I constantly knew he was there, even though he wasn't very audible all, all the time, I knew he was there. And um, yeah, it was it was a it was a hard time, and uh, it was like I edged close towards being. I felt depressed because I'm studying eight hours a day, and all of a sudden I'm thinking, well, I could be following elephants in the in the river right now, and, uh, and I'm sitting with financial accounting in front of me. Um, but then it was amazing. Like since since Jess and I like we 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 sought to to look for a a community. And last year when we slotted into to life changes, it was just amazing how God, like, it, it just, it was almost like, like, what do you call that game when it just dominoes? Yeah. Just one thing after the other fell into place. And um, we just started feeling so at home. God like, just started doing amazing things in our lives. Um, both our jobs were very demanding, but... Um, but, but we've just started seeing him so much more. And the, the root thing was that we both started, like, grounding again our identity in, in God and his love and, and, and his purpose for our lives. And it was so evident. And it's if there's two things that, that I can just share this morning was that slot into a community. It is if, if, if you here this morning and, and you're like, oh you know, I can't just I can't find my feet somewhere, it is so amazing. Make a decision. Whether it's life changes, we'd love to have you, or whether it's somewhere else, it is so crucial to to have that support system to help you through these seasons that you might be going through. Um, and then the second thing is if you love something and you know that God's put that in your heart, but He's leading you somewhere else just trust him. 
because he's got so much more for you. And, and that's where we walking in now. It's like he's got so much. He's just shown us how much more he has for us. So just trust him. He's been faithful all the way. Um, he's, he's not going to fail you now. So, yeah, thank you. Wow. Beautiful, man. Thanks, JP. Stan's the nicest guy. Okay. JP, close second. No, I'm joking. But that's amazing. And I think, you know, what an incredible year, I mean, for you guys. Moving cities, <laughs> leaving passions behind, as you said, but also getting married and navigating that. Just incredible. Well done, man. I think you, God is doing, just, just started what, what he's unraveling in front of you. So incredibly exciting and I think really challenging for people to, yeah, that's amazing. Follow his voice, not your heart. I think that's the, the, one of the biggest lies in the world. Often people say, just follow your heart. I know my heart has led me to some stupid things because I always want to do what I want to do. But his voice, he'll lead me to places that are green pastures. So I think that's an incredible thing. Great, great encouragement for us. Do I, yeah, you want to say something else? I just want to say thank you to you, Gabe. And, and yeah, yeah, I'm like, glad you took the mic back. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just, like, it's really amazing how you, like, you guys, you just involve us in, in, in community and, and just love on us so quickly and... Yeah, it's really like when, when someone walks through these doors, how, how quickly you make people, or everyone in the church, I think that's rooted in you yeah, already, how quickly you ma- someone's made to feel loved, yeah. And it also just, it, it flows from the top, you know, it's, to, it's, it's, it's in business, it's everywhere, but it's like, it's, it's a tone from the top, and, and I know you guys, we partner, yeah, yeah. but, but still, like, from leadership, it's, it's really amazing, and, and you really feel so blessed to be part of, part of this, this church, yeah. Now, from that type of year to a year that is uh, probably not one that you envisioned, the beginning of the year, Stan, you've had quite a tough year, a year probably one that you would um, look on, look back on with a little bit of like, thank goodness that's over, and yet, I think you've got an amazing story of what God has done. There's, there's Stan and Anna. You, I don't know if you want to have a look at that one. That's, that's, that's Stan's cover photo. I don't have to go too far into his Facebook memories to find that one. Eh? But, um, but Stan, why don't you just yeah, give us an understanding of what, what this year has been like yeah. for you. Uh, I'm quite nervous now, so I'm, do you mind if I stand? Yeah. I'm more, I'm more relaxed when I stand. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to take you that far back, but uh, yeah, my name is Stanley, and uh, the people call me Stan, and I'm quite happy to, to sit with Stan. So yeah, uh, 17 months ago, I was retrenched, uh, and uh, at the time I was very emotional, and I just seeked a lot of answers, and I had to look back and reflect again. Yeah, but nowadays it's it's just that kind of thing in business that when the time comes, you have to go. And I spoke to God, and God said, Stan, what have you got in your hand? And because I was in the retail business, uh, I knew manufacturers, and I went to go see them. And uh, I did my stint with uh, clothing. It was like a a winter range and a summer range that I was into, uh, because that was what we did before the job that I was at. And yes, I did that. Uh, I got my packaging, I, I registered, and I traded them. And I want to thank uh, you beautiful people for for also buying the items that I sold. Uh, 
and uh, also then also just blessing me in 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 a way that was like supernatural for me. But I know that the Holy Spirit was also busy with you. That's why. Yeah, that's why you you reach out. And then thirdly, <clears throat> people even gave me an open house where I could come to the house and uh, for two or three hours I was uh, at the house and uh, selling my selling my garments at the place. But you know what? When I asked these people, uh, can I do that? And I, I gave them a date well in advance so that they also can't, you know, say I, I put it on the last minute. And these people were, were were quite accommodating and they accommodated me in 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 that way. And you know what 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 was so strange to me and it, I really felt touched by that because I told them then, you know what, I'm gonna bring the tea and I'll bring the coffee and some snacks and you know, I just want to make it uh, a little more interesting. And you know what was said to me in each of the homes that I went, but the people that are asked, they said, Stan, just rock up, man. Just come. Uh, I've got that covered. We've got that covered. And you know, eh, that is how God sees us again with our many excuses in life. God just said, just rock up at church. You just come. That is that that is a lesson that I've learned again. The people that asked me. And you know what? On a lighter note, when I walked in there and I just said, Wow, Lord, you're amazing. Because I'm thinking now, uh, am I selling my items here or is this a high tea? <laughs> because I can tell you the people They're just amazing. And you know what? I uh, I thank God for that. You know who you are. Yeah, you really touched me. And then uh, as the year went by now, I saw my stuff. And uh, at that age, when I, the, the retire, not retirement, sorry, when the retrenchment came in, I'm 59 years old. And I'm doing my own thing now. And as the year went on, it was now over 12 months is now plus two months extra and things is going, uh, is slowing down now, it's slowing down and I said, Lord, what must I do? What? And the Lord, uh, God said to me, Stan, you, you, you send me out to see this, that you, that's what you do and uh, I can remember Gabe and, and Mark preaching about the mustard seed and you can move mountains and you, God can do it again and I believed in that because I had faith like a mustard seed, at least. And uh, I said, Lord, 59 years old. Uh, God said, yeah, you just do it. Send it out. And then I send it out. And then at the time, I had a setback in my life. Then also, a few months ago, my retina of my eye came off. And, and at that same time, I got a contract for four months also. And I said, Lord... You might be blind also now. <laughs> and now I've got this job for four months. And what now? God said, you just go. When I went in, when I went uh, for the contract now, and I explained to the bosses again there, guys, 
I'm going to be here for four months and uh, I must go to uh, the, the, the specialist once a month to have it checked out. They said, no. I said, do you still want me? They said, of course. You just rock up. But uh, you just rock up, and that word just stuck with me. And it just stuck with me. And there again, God's favor was on me at that place. And then when the fourth month came, uh, they extended another month. I said, wow, God, you are, you are, uh, you are amazingly crazy. And uh, I just thank God for that. And so when that came to an end, I was at home again. Probably for another few weeks, and in that few weeks, um, a, a guy from a guy from uh, the northern suburbs, the Bosendal, he had a, a big renovation for two weeks, and he said he asked for me, and he said, "Stan, will he do it?" And they had to phone the man again, and uh, he said, I, "I told him again up front. I said, listen, I've, I've got the eye, <laughs> I've got." Uh, it's going to happen this week. I must go to the specialist and see. And oh yes, another thing is I've sent out my CVs and uh, trusting that he says, then whatever happens, I still want you and you come to my house. I, I was there. I uh, project man the, the thing for him. I went for the eye uh, uh, to see the specialist. On the Thursday, I got the call. Uh, on the Wednesday, I got the call to say I must come in and see the people now for the interview. I sat there, I went, I sat there for probably an hour and three quarter, and I thought, gee, was this guy's grilling me now? Lord, what is happening here? What? Did he go to Facebook to also check, check me out and so on? But you know what? I just said, Lord, don't let him see that number, the age, the age thing, God. And God said again, I've got you covered. Don't you worry about that. And the man, you left the office and he... Uh, the interview, and he went out for 10 minutes, and he came back, and he stretched out his hand, and he said, you got the job. I was overjoyed and glad, and he said, God didn't see that 16, because now I'm 60 now. <laughs> and uh, yes, because this is the time that you normally go on holiday and look after the grandchild. And uh, yeah, I came back, and uh, I finished off the Friday. I told this guy, you know what, I can't stay another extra week. He said, Stan, it's fine. I'm happy for you. Uh, you did a great job. Your feedback that you gave me. And I said one thing. I wasn't here for the two days. Deduct the five hours that yeah, that I wasn't here. He said, yeah, sure, you'll do it. And then the Sunday I also came to church. My phone goes off. And I looked... <laughs> And I say, it must be the wrong amount now. And uh, uh, I, uh, I looked again. I looked twice. And uh, I said, Any, this guy didn't deduct the, the five hours. And he gave me the amount that we agreed upon. And he gave me a bonus. Uh, and I just said, God is good. And I, I, I called him then. I said, listen, you made a mistake. He said, no, Stan, that's for you. So I just want to say God is good and just keep on trusting him. I know you've got similar stories out there and mine might be simple and yours is like something else again. But I just want to tell the church this morning, you know what? Uh, when you go through things in life, don't stay away from church. 
do not stay away from your life group. Uh, yes, you loads of people there that will encourage you, and that is what happened to me. They encouraged me all the time, and I just had to to stay there, stay afloat, and I just stood on God's promises, day in and day out. And yes, as I was going through that 17 month again, I could go to the scripture, and uh, it says there, but it was probably uh, beneficial for me at the time, for better, for worse, and and it stuck with me for that worse. And yeah, I, I am grateful for her this morning that she she stood by me as a wife and encouraged me. And yes, she also set my targets. And yes, it was it was great also being encouraged by her. But church, I want to tell you this morning: do not give up, do not stay away. And feed the the pastor's wife also great encouragement from you, Kaib. Like JP said, yeah, you're a pillar of strength in, in this community. We love you and thank you for your powerful messages. And uh, the scripture that I could, the, the scripture that I can I can le- really lean on this morning is from, uh, is from Joshua chapter 1. And it says there, I must read this to you. It says there, have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And I just want to leave that with you this morning. Thank you. I'm emotional because incredibly proud of you. Incredibly proud of you, Stan. You don't know how much you, you and Anna have preached sermons to my heart this year by the way you've responded to situations. Yeah, I don't cry like this in public often <laughs> because I ugly cry. That's why I've been banned myself. <laughs> I'm not one of those pretty criers with the one tear. Stan, you cry very beautifully. <laughs> I must just tell you, I, I, I didn't cry ugly cry before I put a ring on Fiona's finger. Then, then she saw the ugly cry. She's like, ah, too late. <laughs> But uh, all jokes aside, I want to tell you, Stan, you are a hero in this community. Uh, I think there's two things I want to say. Firstly, I'm proud to be a part of this church. We're not here, stories of people. My God, thank you that this is my church. But more than that, you're a man of faith, but also faithfulness. And I just thought so many people, when they struggle, when they're down, when times are tough, it's, it's, you can talk faith. Yeah, God's going to come through. But there's no pattern of actually... What, what that faith looks like something, moving towards God and seeing you selling things, seeing you work a night shift job, seeing you, you're an amazing man. Your wife is incredible, but um, you've honored Jesus like not many do in these times. And you've pitched up. I've seen you work night shift and then come here on a Sunday morning from night shift and set up this church with us. You're a hero to me. Thank you. Proud of you. And uh, then lastly this morning is uh, uh, another hero of mine, my mother-in-law. <laughs> and uh, this is Karen. And before I cry a little bit more, this is a picture of her. Yeah, there we go. That's her with her daughter, Fiona. And uh, another one there of just her other daughter, Casey. 
And uh, I struggled to find one with uh, her other little girl, Livy, and so I left her that one for now. But uh, this is an amazing lady, Corin, and uh, she's um, my only mother-in-law as well. So JP, I've also got one. Just, uh, but uh, incredibly proud of you as well, Corin. So why before I, I, I blubber on, why don't you tell us what God, this last year has been quite a big, well, last few years, you, uh, and I think there's a lot of stories you could tell. But what I know that you want to zone in on is your, your incredible friendship with a lady called Marisa. Why don't you tell us that story um, and just paint what, what God's done in that. Okay, guys. So in this is a friend that um, her daughter went with Casey to primary school. And we actually knew each other in Nisna. Just drop off and pick up children. And yeah, like she said, she was scared of me then because I was very angry. <laughs> I was not like I am today. Anyway, our friendship grew when I moved to Stellenbosch and Casey and Chantal ended up in Rhenish Girls High because Chantal would come and stay at my house. I would pick them up and our friendship grew. And of course, I was also going through a lot of things for many, many years, just battling with things, etc., And then we really became very good friends. And as we became very good friends in 2014, her husband committed suicide. And um, that that was a very hectic time. And then in 2015, not even a year later, on the 9th of July, her 18 year old daughter passed away in an accident. She was on holiday with a friend on a farm. And yeah, two weeks before matric farewell, um, Marisa was busy. Her company was relocating to Mauritius, so she was in the midst of packing up. Her son, the only other child, was in Australia. And, um, yeah, so that's where her journey actually began, and it was a very difficult time, not only for her, but for people like me as well. I felt that pain for Marisa, like, incredible. It was just like heart-wrenching. Um, since she was, when she moved to Mauritius, I went over for the first year anniversary of Chantal's death. And on my spiritual route, and I, I come back to the thing of how important community and life group is. Number one, I've never experienced community like this. And my life group people um, especially then, I mean, I had discussions with Leanne trying to figure out exactly what I'm going to say, tapping into anyone or everybody to to pray for me on this journey. And I can remember Leanne said, you know, just trust the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will help you. And I'm like, Gee, the Holy Spirit? <laughs> like, wow, okay. <laughs> Is he coming with? You know, it's like, no, I didn't really... I didn't really know the Holy Spirit or what he's supposed to do. So Leanne is just like, no, but the Holy Spirit will lead you. I'm like, really? You're okay. So I went equipped with a few things. I can remember I bought a, a Lauren Daigle CD because she's one of my favorite um, gospel singers. And it was a very tough time. And Marisa was angry, angry, angry. And she cried. And I just like, why? But why would God do this? Why is God punishing me? And I just remember all I said is I, I don't have the answers. I don't have all the answers. But I just know that you just like, she was almost like questioning me as well. And all I could say was I just I just chose to believe. I just chose to make a decision to just trust God, and I know that he is good, even though 
it doesn't look like that he is. You just have to believe that. Anyway, she, I then also said, you know, Redeemer Church is up the road. Why don't we go? And she was like, no, not ready to go. No, she doesn't want to go. And I'm like, okay. So we left a little bit there. Then in April the next year, I went to visit her again. And this time it was like Easter, and she actually brought it up herself. But before I got there, sorry, I was talking to her on the phone one day, and she said to me, oh, no, you know, I've been reading quite a bit. I said, oh, what have you been reading? She says, no, I started reading the Bible. I was like, wow, okay, and obviously she starts at the Old Testament. She's like, heck, that's like hectic stuff. Why is God so horrible, you know? I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know. Okay, so I took, um, I had my... um, what is that thick book? Unlock it there, yeah. So I took that with, which I then eventually left with her because I said it's, it's really a helpful tool. Anyway, so this April it was Easter. So she actually said, oh, well, shall we go to church? So I said, yeah, that's great. I mean, I didn't want to like push it on her again. And, um, we went and of course she just cried and cried and cried and she just wanted to go home. And that was, that was fine. And then the next Sunday we went again and I said, well, let's stay for coffee and tea afterwards. There were some wonderful South African people, expats that she met, etc., etc. And I said to her, won't you go back on your own? She says, no, she's not sure. I said, you know, even if you sneak in the back and you sneak out again, you know, just like, anyway, eventually, just with more and more of that, she actually started going more to Redeemer Church. I think it, it, because it was so close to her home as well, it was, she found something there. And, um, it's been a very long journey. And, um, then, what was it, like two weeks or three weeks ago, I was sitting show, um, Sunday afternoon from two to five when nobody visited the show house. And yes, a message coming through from Marisa to say, I've decided to give my heart to the Lord today and I'm putting my life in his hands. And there were some pictures of her being baptized in the Mauritius Sea. There she is. And yeah, wow, that was so incredible. I just like, and you know you're alone. You can't tell anybody. So I'm like WhatsApping Fiona and Casey and my life group. I mean, my life group knows. Ro and Sue know. And I mean, my life group knows how I've been praying for them. And um, and just on that topic. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I just like can't believe that God is so faithful that you think you pray for somebody and it's never going to happen. It can happen. It's, it's, it's really possible. You've got to keep praying and you've got to keep the faith and you've got to keep loving that person, person absolutely unconditionally. And I just want to say again, apart from community, if I think for people here that have prayed for me or that pray for me every day. I mean, it's it's incredible. My life group, I have to tell you, there's nothing as important as a life group. With Jen and Brad Colletti, they're amazing hosts. My spiritual mom, Lorraine, <laughs> Lorraine and Derek, and the Pringles. Oh my golly. It's And Maria, Maria. Uh, it's just incredible. That's a place where you feel vulnerable, where you Pack out all your things, and you know that people will pray for you, and you share these things with them. So I'm just saying, like Stan and JP also said, that the, the community, 
um, people that have prayed for me, like Inga and Warren, like like you could you can feel that absolute conviction, and it's it's just incredible. So yeah, so I I can't I couldn't fathom that even that. So and like Tuesday when I was at Life Group and we said you know any prayer requests, and I actually thought if there's somebody in your family, there's always somebody in a family that's not saved. And, you know, keep praying for them. And just like, never give up. Keep praying for them. Just, I think it's an incredible thing. And just uh, for me, uh, I think this is better than a sermon. Eh? She should just do this every week. Easy job. Um, but really, incredible stories. And Karen, we just, I'm incredibly proud of you. I, I, um, you are, yeah, couldn't have asked for a better mother-in-law. And all jokes aside, you are an amazing lady who, um, I've just seen take steps of faith, steps of faith, make hard decision after hard decision for the, just following what JP says, following his voice. Often not your heart, but actually, God, what have you said? And, and I just see the fruit. God says, watch me. I'll be faithful. And, and well done. I'm incredibly proud. And, uh, and yeah, privileged to, do you life together in, in community? And it's amazing. Um, I, I just, uh, the reason why I would love to land here, just for me, what's so cool about these three stories is they're not your, if you go to church, the typical story of, you know, sometimes like, hey, I was sick, someone prayed for me, bam, I got healed. And those are great stories. I love those stories. I want more of those stories. Or, you know, I lost my job, but the next day, bam, the phone rang and I got three job offers. Wow, thank you, Jesus. Those are awesome stories. Why I love these stories are they're not those stories. They're stories of hard decisions, of a long 17 months, of actually leaving something you love, going, actually, I'm not too sure, God, I'm going to actually go back to the classroom because I'm following your voice, but I can't actually see much fruit on it. And actually saying for, for since 2015, saying I'm going to befriend someone, I think nearly you phoned it nearly every day, plus minus. Hey? Marie, in terms of friendship, of having questions and going, actually, I don't know. Leaving and going, actually, what did, good did I do in those moments? I just was there. And... And sometimes those are the stories that we need to hear because often most of our lives are those sort of things.